We have a lot of little things to talk about on the podcast this week, including uh, the fact that my contract got renewed, which I'm pretty excited about, so indulge me a little bit on that one. Of course, a chapter from the book, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything, which is very appropriate for this time of the year, a couple of emails, and then I'm going to tell you about a big mistake I made when I was in college, and maybe you'll learn something from that, because that's what this podcast is all about, telling you stories and sharing stories from you, where basically we learn from each other's mistakes, and that's what the book and podcast is all about. It's called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Hope you had a good week. I guess it's been two weeks since my last podcast, uh, and I was sitting downstairs going, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about in the podcast this week. And so my wife was trying to help me, and then, you know, we came up with a couple of different ideas. And so this is kind of a mishmash, hodgepodge of different things in the podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, uh, I will tell you this one, that right now it's Sunday night. I am in the ironing board studio, which is the guest room. And I call it the ironing board studio because I used to have my things set up on an ironing board. And um, I actually have it on a TV tray table now. You know, like those wooden ones that people used to set up in front of the TV and eat in front of the TV. Uh, yeah, that's what it's a computer and it's a microphone. And that's really it. And it's amazing how you can do a podcast with just that. I think one day I want to get like a cool podcast studio with like a mixing board and like, you know, real microphones and a headset and all that and have three or four different microphones and and um, but I don't know if I'll ever get around to it because you know I guess this works one thing that I would like to do is have more guests on the podcast but it's just really hard to figure out how to do that I think I went to a couple of people's houses one time shout out Sam shout out Nate because I've been to their house to report uh, record podcasts before and it really be really cool to have people come to the house <laughs> and let people come in and be part of the podcast. That'd be kind of cool, right? Unless they turn creepy and they showed up later and they're like, Dave, I need to borrow $25. Um, that'd be a little bit weird, but I don't know. I'm a pretty trusting person. So uh, just got back from a wedding this weekend and uh, it was in Edgerton, Minnesota. You probably don't know where Edgerton is, do you? Don't worry. I'll tell you. It's down in the southwest corner of the state. It's a little like a farming community, charming little town. Um, of probably a couple of thousand people. It's not tiny, tiny, um, but we had the wedding there and it was a nice short wedding at a, like a, a church and it was a very casual sort of a theme, kind of a Western theme. And it was a really cool wedding because, you know, you could dress up if you wanted to, but a lot of the people just didn't. And that was kind of a cool thing. Then we drove to Worthington to the uh, hotel there where they had the reception and we spent the night and it was really cool. This is what I'm going to tell you about the wedding is the reception started at 530 and by about 10 o'clock I was tired and my wife was kind of getting tired and, um, you know, it seemed like, okay, well, we've stayed long enough. We've had a really good time. We had dinner and uh, said hi to a lot of people and chat and that type of thing. And I was getting tired. And also it was like, I don't know, just kind of felt like the music was louder. They turned it up louder later in the night and I couldn't hear conversation. So I finally told my wife around 10 o'clock, I said, I'm going to the room. I'm going to bed. She's like, okay, well, I'll be there in a while. So about 1030, 1045, she comes in and um, we get a text message the next morning from our friends and neighbors. They're like, 
we partied till two o'clock and at two o'clock we went down to Perkins because nothing was open and you guys totally missed out. And I'm like, wow, two o'clock in the morning, I'd be exhausted. I would have never made it till two o'clock in the morning. Is there a lesson in this? No, not really. Um, just that I really thought that 10 o'clock was a pretty decent time to go to bed. But other people my age, other like friends of this couple, um, they were up until really late. What would you have done? Would you be more 10 o'clock or would you be like, I'm going to stay until the bitter end and I'm going to dance my ass off and I'm going to, if they go to Perkins at two o'clock, I'm going to Perkins at two o'clock. I don't know. For me, I'm just not that person and I don't mind not being that person. That's okay. Maybe I should have, but you know what? That was kind of being true to myself was going to bed at 10 o'clock and I didn't go to bed. I mean, I stayed up and I played on my phone. Duh. Watched YouTube videos, duh. Anyway, um, and I did eat a lot this weekend because, I mean, let's face it. You go to a wedding, you're not going to just have salad. Um, so I came home and I ran three miles with the dog, my little running buddy. And uh, you can actually see the pictures on my weekend in five photos. Um, and that is from, what is the date today? October 20th? Is it the 20th? I think so. Let me double check. Is it it's the 21st? Because it's my sister's birthday. Here's something interesting. My sister, my oldest sister, has a birthday today. And I've kind of lost touch with her. I don't know her phone number anymore. I don't know her address. Her husband died a couple of years ago, and she couldn't afford to keep living where she was living. So she moved in with some people that I don't know, and I'm not sure that I trust them. And I worry about her, but she's got kids that that kind of keep an eye on her, so I don't worry too much. But it's the first time that I remember that I haven't sent my sister a birthday card, birthday money, or called her on her birthday, and I feel really weird about that. So hopefully I'll get a chance to talk to her soon. Um, came home, ran, and now got to work on losing the weight that I probably gained over the weekend. Uh, one big development that I put in my weekend in five photos was my contract was renewed. And so guess what? If things go as planned, you're stuck with me doing the morning show on KDWB until at least May of 2022. So I signed a three-year contract that takes effect at the beginning of June next year. So it'll be 19, 20, 21, 22. That's three years, I think. Yeah. So anyway, happy with that. Proud of that. And um, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, you know, when maybe a few months ago when it was my 25th anniversary at the radio station and uh, people would say, wow, you're really lucky to be there 25 years. And people last week said, wow, you're really lucky to sign a contract for another three years. And I know exactly what they mean, but I would rather consider it fortunate because we've talked about this. It, it's not a lucky thing. If I was a slacker and had a bad attitude and they didn't notice it and they kept signing me, then that would be luck. But you know this because we talked about this. I work on the show all the time. I think about the show way too much. Everything that happens, I go, ooh, that could be good for the morning show. Oh, there's an idea for the morning show. So, um, and I I think that I could I would tell you that, you know, Listen, no matter where you are in your life or your career, you know this. You can't rely on luck 
to get you ahead. You can't rely that you know rely on the idea that somebody's going to pluck you out of the you know the the big staff at work and say you know what she deserves a promotion. No, they're going to pick the people who work the hardest and have the best integrity and they can trust them. So uh, there's a little something there. Uh, but I'm happy to have the contract re-signed because if I were to not work, I don't know what I would do with the rest of my life. I mean. I don't I really don't know what I would do and I think that being on the radio is something that has I've been doing it since I was 17 and it's some, been something I dreamed of since I was probably 15 and at my age I don't know what else I would do. I think I would probably go crazy. Um, and I'm going to tell you this too. A little bit of a um I don't know a not confession but a little bit of like insight is you know when I was a kid I wasn't popular. I had friends, but I wasn't, you know, especially cute or popular or athletic or whatever. And being on the radio is the only thing, not the only thing, but one of the big things in my life that's made me feel like I am a somebody for lack of a better word. And I kind of think about that sometimes. It's like, wow, this is, ever since I've been on the radio, I've definitely felt like, I'm really proud of that. This makes me feel like somebody. And don't we all want to feel like a somebody? And don't sometimes you get bummed out because you feel like, well, I want to be more of a somebody. And I think that's a totally natural thing. Um, so anyway, uh, got the contract signed, be there for another three and a half years uh, at least, and then we'll see what happens after that. All right, moving on to some other things here. I posted this on the Facebook page. Um, take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Not only is it a book and a downloadable book on Kindle, it's also a Facebook page. And maybe you've seen it before. I posted a picture of something that I thought was really cool. I got it for Christmas a year ago, and I left it in the box in the dining room for months. And then maybe around March or April, I took it out. It's a, it's an espresso and latte and cappuccino maker. And I thought, ah, it's going to be really gimmicky and messy and it's not going to be worth the trouble. And it's going to take forever to make them kind of like when you buy a juicer and you're like, Oh my God, I'm going to drink so much juice. And then you realize that it makes about a quarter cup of juice and you have a lot of cleaning to do. And you've got all these orange pieces all over the place and you've got a quarter cup of juice. And so I bought a juice tiger before, whatever it's called. I bought the big expensive one, like the $150 one um, that could make juice out of an iPhone if you wanted it to. And I didn't use it that much because it was such a mess. So I was worried it wouldn't, it wouldn't be worth the trouble, but I've used it and I love it. So I posted about it on Facebook and I said, Hey, what did you buy that you're really happy about? We use this damn thing every Saturday and Sunday morning, and it's fun to watch, and it doesn't take that long, and you get good quality like cappuccino and lattes. Uh, so I asked people, uh, Katie Bourne says, I got this little gym for my early birthday present today, and I love it. Here's the saving money on my daily coffee, and it's a Mr. Coffee uh, Authentic Espressos, Cappuccinos, and Lattes. Hers looks different than mine, but basically it's about the same thing. Um, so there's that one. Uh, then somebody says, my husband bought me this Bluetooth, Heidi Miller. Hi, Heidi. Uh, she says, my husband bought me this Bluetooth speaker that goes in a case that I Velcro to my bike and I get to listen while we ride and I don't have to wear earbuds. And then Rachel says, well, 
Um, I bought a diaper genie when my son was born, and it was a waste of money. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you, Rachel. I got a diaper genie when uh, Allison was was born um, 26, 27 years ago, and it was amazing. I mean, basically, the diaper genie is like a skinny trash can that you throw the diaper in, and then it's got a long sleeve of basically trash bags, and every time you put a diaper or two or three in there, um, it seals them so the stink doesn't emanate through the room. And I really like mine. I'm sorry you didn't like yours, but you know, I think that's the thing. Maybe sometimes people really like their juicer and they're like, oh my God, I use that damn thing all the time. And we used it a couple of times and threw it away. Steve uh, and Kate Raditz were talking about the Instapot last week on Friday. And that's kind of what brought up buying gimmicky kind of things. The Instapot is basically, I don't know, I'm probably going to get one for my birthday because Steve said he's going to get me one. That's the thing where you can make food really fast. It's like a modern day pressure cooker. Maybe your grandma or your mom had a pressure cooker when you were a kid. And uh, so I don't know. Some people rave about the Instapot and some people are like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, If you want to see a list of things that people want to get that are hip, it's on DaveRyanShow.com. Things like, you know, you need things like um, a diffuser to spray scented air um, uh, and water vapor through your room or an Apple Watch, which I love my Apple Watch. I'll never get another watch because I love my Apple Watch so much. Um, A food delivery service like Blue Apron. Every podcast in the world is sponsored by Blue Apron. Um, uh, There was a French press coffee maker. Uh, just a lot of cool things. Check that out. It's on DaveRyanShow.com. And depending on when you listen to this, you might have to go back a little ways to find that one. Uh, okay. We call the book and the podcast and the Facebook page, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything, because it's all based on the book, which is me giving what I've given you, sharing with you what I've learned in life so you don't have to make the same mistakes. And I always say, you know what, everybody, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know, take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. You already know that. You don't need to know that. But chapter 30 is something that's kind of interesting. And I have a little footnote on this one. I'm going to read you the chapter first. Then we're going to go back and a little footnote on this chapter uh, with the hindsight of like three or four years after I wrote it. Chapter number 30, for guys only, one skill you should have. I've always admired the guy who can sit down and entertain everyone by playing the nearby piano. Wow, is that ever a cool skill? You find an old upright at a school or a hotel lobby, and he can sit down and bang out The Entertainer by Scott Joplin, Music Box Dancer by Frank Mills, or Don't Stop Believing by Journey. I'll add to that, there's the pianos at the airport. Like in the terminals at the airport, there's a piano. And it's like, hey, all ability levels welcome. Um, If you're not already an amazing piano player, you never will be. You're much too busy. If you had a great musical, if you have a great musical ability sitting dormant inside you, it would have shown itself by now. Settle for being able to good to find settle for settle. Hello for being able to find a good radio station on your car radio. The good news is that the one skill every guy should have is one skill that every guy can learn. Not only will it will will it impress, but it'll also come in handy. Learn to build a fire. Accidental fires start all the time, but just try starting a fire on purpose. Maybe it sounds easy, but unless you tried to do it lately, you probably didn't realize it's kind of tricky. 
You might get a bundle of paper started with no problem. Getting those bigger pieces to catch isn't as simple as it sounds. You can have an entire Sunday New York Times and a pile of dry leaves and still be unsuccessful. I'm not going to tell you how to build a fire here. You can go on YouTube and find all kinds of helpful tutorials. What I will say is that the next time you're at a cabin during a snowstorm, you'll be the big hero when you build a a big blazing fire for your friends, and that's almost as impressive as playing the piano. I like that chapter, but I think in the last couple of years, we've opened our eyes up so much to, well, why did I just say guys on that one? I look at some of the chapters that I wrote, and I'm slightly embarrassed that they sound sexist because the world has changed so much in the last four or five years that saying, hey, a guy should learn how to build a fire, screw that. A woman should learn how to build a fire too. It really is a handy skill, and a lot of people just don't know how to do it. Um, and so I look at a chapter like that, and there's some other ones in there too that are very, mm, I wouldn't say very, but mildly sexist and don't sound very plugged in for 2018. So yeah, learn to build a fire whether you're a man or a woman, because let's say you do go to that cabin up in Duluth or on the North Shore and they've got firewood or you're on a camping trip somewhere and you need to build a fire. I know how to build a fire. I was a Boy Scout. I know how to, I, I, I probably could build one in a windstorm and a rainstorm. But anyway, I just, it, it is embarrassing that once you get something in print, it's there forever. And I wonder if anybody looks at a chapter like that, it's like, oh my God, what sexist idiot wrote this? But I think you get it. Um, I have an email from Renita, and I always welcome you to send an email to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com uh, if you have any life lessons that you have learned that you kind of want to share. And I always appreciate that. Renita writes in. Renita listens in Chicago. I don't know how she found our show. I think she used to live here, and she lives in Chicago now. And she listens to the podcast. She says, Dave, episode 40 of your podcast really hits home for me. I lost my grandma this past April, and it shook me to the core. She was 90, and I thought I was prepared, but I was wrong. People say stuff like, well, she was 90, she had a good long life, or she was ready to go, or crap like that. But that's what it is, crap. Just say you're sorry for my loss. Don't make excuses as to why it's okay that we lost her. Um, I, she basically says, my grandma kn knew that I loved her, and I know that she loved me, but I have regrets. I regret not hugging her more, especially that last day. Uh, she goes on for a little bit about how she spent the last day with her, but grandma seemed frail and fragile, and she didn't hug her, and she didn't ask for time alone with her. So she basically rubbed her arm and sang to her, and she regrets that. And she has another regret. And then we'll kind of see what we can make out of this. She says, a couple of weeks ago, I was cleaning out the photos on my phone. And I came across a video I took of my grandma in her last months. I had the horrible realization that I take all kinds of videos of my kids being cute and concerts, etc. But I rarely take videos of other people that I love. I did a post on Facebook about this. So hopefully others can avoid my mistake. The video I took of my grandma wasn't even one for a memory. I took it to send to my family of the conversation with her and her doctor so the whole family would know what was going on. Okay, this email is getting long. My advice that I give to everyone now is to take videos, give big hugs, ask for stories, and advocate for the time that you need so you won't have my guilt and regret. Remember these things and allow yourself peace in the loss of your loved ones. Renita, that's really beautiful. I would say, number one, forgive yourself. 
because I think everyone has a regret of something they didn't do or could have done better when someone passed away. I'll give you mine, not to make this story about me, but to show you that it's really true. Um, my mom was in a nursing home. She had Alzheimer's for the last five years of her life. I went to see her a few months before she died and it was cold and she was wearing a nightgown and she kept trying to pull. She couldn't speak anymore. Really? Not really. And she couldn't communicate and she didn't know who I was, but she's sitting in a wheelchair and she kept trying to pull her thin little nightgown down over her knees and I thought, oh, well, she's just worried that it's showing too much of her legs and she's embarrassed and she doesn't want to be sitting here with so much of her body exposed. And I went home and it occurred to me a week or two later, oh, she was cold. She was cold and she wanted to be covered up because it was chilly in there and she didn't have any fat left on her and she was cold. So I called the nursing home and I said, my God, I think my mom's cold. Will you please put a blanket on her lap? You know, two weeks later. And how long had she been cold before that? And I really regretted not picking up on that and thinking about how my poor mom was cold and nobody knew it and she couldn't tell anybody. So Renita, I will say, anytime somebody passes, you're always going to have regrets. You're always going to think of what you didn't say, what you should have done differently. Um, you know, there was a conversation I wanted to have with my dad before he died about you know, our relationship. And I never got to have it, but I think that, you know, I'm okay because we had a lot of good conversations and we kind of finally understood each other because my dad was not a big fan of me growing up and I was not a big fan of his either. But as I got older, we learned a lot more about each other. So Renita and anybody who's listened to this, you, um, she's right. You know, take videos of your old people. There's a chapter in my book called Thank Your Parents. And I really like that chapter because one day, you know, they won't be around for them to, for you to thank. So thank your parents. But I think she's right. Take pictures, take videos, not just of like, oh my God, we take videos of the dog doing something cute and the kids at a sporting event. And that's great. But get pictures of your old people too and your grandma and your vid and videos and things like that. So Renita, thank you very much. Send me any ideas that you have for something that maybe you've learned too. Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. When I started the podcast today, I said, we're going to skip around. We're doing a lot of kind of different random things. Uh, here's something I wanted to share with you. And this came up the other day. I think I was telling Carson about this one um, because we were talking about typing and learning how to type and keyboarding, I think they call it now. Um, and I took a year of typing class when I was probably a junior in high school. And I could type like a machine. And I was really pretty quick. And I was, you know... I mean, I was good at it. I went to college and I had to take typing. It was part of my degree that I took a typing course. And back then it was literally typewriters. There was no laptops or desktop computers really back then. So we go to the typing class and I'm sitting there in this big, huge room. And it was every Tuesday and Thursday nights from like eight until 10. And the first night I watched as a woman, another student, went to the back of the class with the teacher and basically showed the teacher she didn't need to take a typing course. She tested out on night number one. So she never had to come back. She showed the teacher, I already know how to type. But I didn't because I was too shy to tell the teacher, hey, I don't need to take this course. I already know how to type. 
So for the next three months or whatever it was, every Tuesday and Thursday night from 8 until 10 at Pikes Peak Community College, I took typing. A, 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 F, 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 H, 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 H. Shit, I already knew all that stuff. I didn't need to learn it again. But I let my shyness restrict me so much that I sat through typing class for three months. And it was stupid. And I look back at it now and I go, oh my God. But advocate for yourself. Go let people know that, hey, you might feel a little bit shy and a little bit awkward about asking for this. But don't let that get in your way. I don't know. I just thought I'd share that story. Uh, and then finally, I feel like we've talked about this last week, but I could be wrong. I think it's been two weeks since I talked since I did a podcast, so I'm going to assume that I have not talked about this yet. Natalie Portman, uh, actress, you know who she is. Um, she was doing a speech in front of a bunch of women, show entertainment, showbiz people, and she said something that was really interesting, and I thought about it, and I thought... Let's talk about this. Now, what she said was, if a guy is telling you, oh, that bitch is crazy. Oh, yeah, I dated that girl. She's crazy. Or I dated this girl. She's psycho. She's crazy. Then she said, you need to ask him what bad thing he did to her that made her act that way. And the first thing I thought was, oh, God, here we go with these showbiz, you know, uh, whatever attitude of like, you know, whatever. Guys are always wrong and and women are always right. And I thought that's one of the things that really bugs me is because I don't like the message sent to my sons and your sons or you, if you're a guy, that you're always wrong because nobody is always wrong and nobody else is always right. I thought, I really don't like her sending that message that, well, if a guy says she's psycho, then ask him what he did to her, what bad thing he did to her to make her act that way. And then I thought about it for a little bit. And I thought, you know what? Maybe she does have a point. Maybe she does when a guy's like, oh, that bitch is crazy. Well, okay, what did you do? Well, I cheated on her. Well, no wonder she was crazy and looked through your phone and called you an asshole. Maybe she wasn't really crazy. She was just really pissed and hurt because you cheated on her. Or maybe you stole money from her. Maybe you stole money and then she had her dad come over to your house and demand the money back. Oh, that crazy bitch had this, her dad come over to my house and demand money back. Well, yeah, but I can see why. So believe it or not, I think maybe you're probably the same way as me. You know, you try to examine both sides of something to see if there's something you can learn there. And sometimes there is. At the same time, I think there are instances where somebody does really legitimately act irrationally. Um, and, it, you know, I think it depends on your perspective. Maybe the guy could say, well, she got mad that I cheated on her. We were never even in a relationship. I don't know what she is crazy. So, but the woman could say, well... We slept together, so that means we are in a relationship that he cheated on me. So I think it all comes with kind of your perspective, too. But I think, um, I don't know, I kind of lose my train of thought here because I'm kind of talking in circles a little bit. Um, I think that when I heard that, I said, 
she is wrong, then I started to think about it and I said, oh no, I think she could have a point. But then I think that, you know what, listen, there are legitimately crazy people out there. There are people who are almost frightening in how they think and how they act. Men and women. Hey, listen, we all know some guy who's like so delusional or maybe a woman who's so mean that you legitimately can say, yeah, what, you know what, they're a little bit crazy. So anyway, I thought that was an interesting article. Um, we are about to wrap up the podcast. I will say uh, thanks for uh, bearing with me on this kind of a rambling here and there and everywhere kind of an episode of uh, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time and Don't Steal Anything. Uh, reach out anytime to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. Post on the Facebook page. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Oh, and don't forget, there's a book, too. Uh, and you can download it um, on for your Kindle, or you can order it through Amazon or itaskabooks.com. Hey, I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the show, the podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening to the show, too. Have a great day, and uh, until next time, remember, take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. We'll see you next time. Oh,